Just you.
Yo, what is going on? You're listening to Patch Punks on Psyched Radio with your host, DJ Hamster Crab. We're Patch Punks. We're here Psyched Radio, in Tenderloin District. Shalom, Ima Abba. We're We have a very special guest with us today. His name is Becca. You want to introduce yourself? Yo! Wait, was this too loud? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, okay. just like right here is perfect. Okay. okay. Yo, what's up? מה שלומך? כל טוב, שלום, אמא ואבא של יובי. Yeah, I'm good, super stoked to be here. Oh yeah. Yeah, thank you for inviting me, dude. Of course, thanks for coming. The show is always good with friends. So today we're going to be spinning a lot of different Israeli punk and talking about that kind of scene and Israeli punk music, and so I'm excited to dive in and get to know it better. And you, you um, spent some years in that scene over there, too. Right? Yeah. So that's something I would love to talk about. Um, what do we just listen to? So we just listened to a band Akrabut uh, from the split uh, that they did with the Turbo Torpedo. Uh, they're both bands from Haifa, which is uh, 
Yeah, it's the city I was born in. It's, it's born the city that Yuvi was born in. And the best falafel in the world. Falafel skinim. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, debatable, but... Ooh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but no, for sure. Uh, Haifa is a great punk city. Um, and yeah, and I didn't grow up there. I grew up in a city that is called Tel Aviv. And uh, yeah, brought a bunch of punk and hardcore. Were you uh, born in Tel Aviv? So my my story is uh, kind of weird. My parents were here on student visas in the 80s. And uh, then I was born. And then a year later, we moved back. Right so, on. Yeah. So I got into punk there. I got into the scene there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I moved here. And uh, now I'm here doing the same thing that I was doing there. And uh, you play in a band too, right? I or play, a couple of bands. Yeah. Right? Uh, my main band is uh, it's called George Cristanza. And I also play in Drainer. And we're also starting a Hebrew hardcore project. And that's what I have going on right now. Try not to overwhelm myself. Yeah, absolutely. It can get overwhelming for sure. Well, cool. Um, have you ever seen the band we just listened to, Akubat? Have you seen them play? I've never seen them. I missed them by one day um, oh, when I was there two and a half years ago. Now, what are we about to listen to here? Uh, are we listening to the record or to Spotify? Yeah, the record. Oh, sorry. It's all, oh, it's all good. Uh, so we're going to listen to Delia Sin, right? Sin uh, which is a band that doesn't uh, doesn't exist anymore. They broke up in 2002. And yeah, they're fucking badass. And what, is it a f- 33 or 45? Probably 33. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's good.
You are listening to Patch Punks on Psych Radio. We just listened to Delia Scene. And uh, we have a special guest with us today, Becco. Sup. Say hi, Becco. Sup. Sup. Mashlumcha. Koltov. Koltov. Koltov, actually. That's right. So you're telling me these guys were from, from the north, right? I think uh, some of them were from the north. Some of them were from the central Israel. Yeah. It's cool. And on. So the the singer he was in uh, in a few bands and uh, in my opinion and I think um, some other people's opinion uh, he was in uh, probably some of the most important uh, Israeli punk and hardcore bands um, so uh, we also have Nehenatza, uh, which I think was the first uh, actual like anarcho punk ma- or anarchist punk band. And that's what we're about to listen to next, right? Yeah, Nechenata. Um, and this is from the 90s. And I do know um, they, in the 90s, they toured here in the States. Um, I think it was with Los Crudos. Um, and so they got some sort of like international recognition. And yeah, the, uh, we're going to listen to it. Yeah. Sick. Right on, yeah, 1997, that's what's on the record, it's really cool. Yeah. What, um, I mean, can we talk about this, this cover too? Yeah. I thought that it's really interesting, I want to dive more into it. So it's a picture of uh, Netanyahu, Bibi, former prime minister, um, doing a Heil Hitler um, symbol. So what is this? What is this kind of? What do you think they're trying to say here? And so uh, the name of the album is... Uh, uh, Heil the New Regime mm-hmm. and so in uh, 1996 um, Bibi Netanyahu became the Prime Minister for the first time and this is 97 so and this, this is, is a year after yeah so a lot of he did a lot of bullshit in those 23 years so they caught yeah. on to it really quick yeah he was uh, at first I think he was until from like 96 to like 99 or 98 mm-hmm. and then I think from 2009 until last year right well it's really interesting for me to see you know um i mean being born in israel and um going back to visit there it's very it's very kind of like a you know militaristic state where speaking up against the government is very like taboo so to me for to see like this kind of like uh um I guess satire and uh, questioning authority. It's like very, it's very powerful and it's really cool, and it's 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 really awesome to see. You know, um. it's something you'll probably see with a lot of uh, the bands. Mm-hmm. Um, punk is uh, always uh, anti-nationalist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, in Israel, that's also the case. Right. Uh, yeah. And so a lot of it. And there's a lot of there's a big. Um, misinformation about that too like i mean people you know when people hear things about like israeli punk they just absolutely automatically kind of assume that it's you know the pan- the bands are very nationalist when in fact most of the time they're not so it's just interesting kind of to see that yeah it's like, uh you, like you were telling me a story about that yeah um, there's a few do you want to tell us one uh yeah uh so I guess I can talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it too much. Right. Um, totally fair. Just that a few years ago, um, there was an idea to do a scene report about Israel on mm-hmm. MRR. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and until we found people who wanted to do it, um, we were told that everything coming out of Israel is going to be boycotted. Right. Um, yeah, so that it was a, it was a struggle. Um, and I know that the people who made that decision, they came to it from a good place, right. from like good intentions. Absolutely. I'm not against BDS at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't participate in it because right. I can't. But, um, but yeah, it was, it ended up being a struggle and it really brought like the, the conversation about what is like, what is punk in a, in a fascist country right. and uh, what is resistance and should we be highlighting resistance or should we just boycott it because of the government that they live under? So like, I know there were some stories about, um, people were asked to do like a radio show at the time but they mm-hmm. had to like made they had to make uh like a comment first that they're against the occupation right and it's like of course they are they're yeah punks <laughs> um but it's not something that like here if if you see like an american band um you don't they don't have to like make a disclaimer first that they're against police brutality or, or that they're, they're against white supremacy. They're against, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's mostly, it was mostly annoying, but the problem is that there's just so many good punk bands from Israel. Yeah, there really is. I mean, I was, I was surprised when I, when I kind of figured that out too. I remember when I met you at Thrill House Records and, um, you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of the story of how uh, how we realized we were both Israeli. It was when I, I had that tag on the on the uh, on the throw house bathroom. Where I wrote Borekas, and then you saw it, and yeah. like somebody you said something like, "Oh, somebody at throw house likes Borekas more than I do." <laughs> somebody speaks Hebrew here. <laughs> you got to figure out who it is. Yeah, and then you came in like ten minutes later, and I was like, "Oh, that's the dude." Yeah, that's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. But from that, you know, you started introducing me to some some bands, and um, you know, Delia. I think the, my f- the favorite bands that you showed me so far was um, you know, Turbo Torpedo and Acrobat and um, Delia Scene, and there's just a lot of really cool bands, and it's, uh, and like I, you know, I've never my kind of view of Israel has always been like that I was born there and that I have family there. You know, and I didn't, every, every, you know, every time I go and visit, it's just hanging out with my grandma, right? In the Kiryot, doing like old lady things, like getting sunburn yeah. in the, at the beach, um, eating a bunch of shawarma and falafel <laughs> and hummus, which is all a great time. But, you know, I didn't, I thought the only kind of nightlife in Israel was like clubbing in Tel Aviv. Yeah. So hearing about the punk scene is really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean. Let's listen to some of this, yeah. and then we can talk a little bit about. Um, we can tell us a little bit about some of the venues in Israel that you, you want to, and kind of what, the, what those spaces look like. Fuck yeah, let's do that. Nechenatza. <laughs> Oh! 
How's it going? מה קורה? מה שלומכם? אתם מקשיבים לסייקט רדיו, פאצ' פאנקס. אנחנו עכשיו, what did we just listen to? We listened to נכי נאצה. Like half of the first side of Hail the New Regime. And I think we're going to listen to Mondo Gecko. Or D9. Or 666. What's this? No, 666. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then we were just talking about how, like the satire, the commentary with the cover and all that. Um, we were just talking a little bit about the Israeli uh, punk scene and uh, so what what were some of the what were some of the venues where these shows went down were there any like generator shows any DIY yeah. stuff like talk to us about that so maybe in, like Haifa or Tel Aviv in Haifa there's a place that's called Beti Tumim mm-hmm. that some people live there and they do shows there uh, that's fairly new uh, when I was there in 2019 is when they started and Um, so that's pretty cool there's a place that I don't know if it's still there because I haven't I haven't lived there in a long time mm-hmm. but there was a place in Haifa that was called City Hall mm-hmm. that had uh, that had shows but I definitely mostly went to shows in Tel Aviv just because I lived there but there was a punk venue that was called the Patiphon that then turned into an anarchist collective that was called the Rugatka which mm-hmm. direct translation is the slingshot. Right, and then, right. And uh, then it turned into a coro, and then that closed, and the people who were, or some of the people who were running that are now running a DIY space that's called Bet Alpha. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, like, uh, I guess in terms of, like, DIY shows, there's, like, shows under the bridge. Um, there's also a festival that I never went to, um, that I think it's like on the beach and it's for like two days and it's like uh, crust and hardcore bands mm-hmm. um, like a burning man for punk. for punks yeah right on but I can't really talk about that too much because I've, I've never been to one right okay fair enough and I've also never been to burning man me neither but I do love burning man my dad's been a burning man yeah yeah when he when I was like I think I was like 11. I remember he, he had just gotten back and he pulled up with his bike and it was super dirty. <laughs> and I was like, yo, dad, how was Burning Man? He's like, I can't talk about it, but it was cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Um, so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, so what, have you ever been to shows in Haifa? I'm interested yeah. to know about, about Haifa stuff just because I'm from there. Yeah, so Haifa, um, the last time that I went to a show there was in 2019. It was in Beti Tumim. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a hardcore show. Um, some of the bands we might listen to, uh, one of them is called Harada. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other band that played is Mum and uh, Ayudonim. And this is fucking amazing. No, Haifa is awesome. Yeah. And early... Earlier I mentioned uh, falafel eskinim to be the best falafel. Yeah. And you, you disagreed with that. Uh, yeah. So what, what do you think is the best falafel? I, I don't know what like, the best falafel in the world is. It's probably not in Israel. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, what, okay, well, what's your favorite in Israel then? In Israel is Dr. Saadia. Where's uh, that? It's in Tel Aviv. Okay, so it's yeah. Tel Aviv versus Haifa. Yeah, the old rivalry. 
But you've tried falafel skinning. No. I no? Just, I just know that oh, Well, I, how can you say it's not the best? I have a loyal personality. I, I do too. I'm loyal to Haifa skinning. Uh, uh, falafel skinning. I know there's another falafel in, uh, in Haifa that a lot of the punks like. Yeah? That is uh, Oleon. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I never ate there. I don't know. My dad probably knows. Um, what, what about favorite hummus? Um, that's also a tough one. I like uh, the Masabcha, uh, mm-hmm. Abu Hassan in Jaffa, mm-hmm. Khalil in Ramle. You ever try any of the hummus in Akko? Like Saeed, yeah, Swahila? Saeed, fuck yeah. So, me and my dad always argue whether uh, Saeed or Swahila is better. I think Saeed is better. I can't tell you because I never ate Swahila, mm-hmm. but not Khalil. he's probably listening to this right now really frustrated yeah but i think say i mean they're both really good but i think Saeed is just better i i went to Saeed Mm -hmm. and i really loved it it's it's so good huh everything's super fresh they give you that little plate of pickles and fresh pita and it's just so good yeah and also i haven't eaten since breakfast right so, oh, today? Yeah. Oh, so we should probably shouldn't talk about food. We shouldn't talk about hummus. Well, there's uh, there's, there's a liquor store down the, down the street. <laughs> you can go get some chips if you're really it's hungry. A, you should eat. It's, it's a possibility. It's 6.30. You got to sure. eat. I ate too much today. Yeah? Yeah. I had, for breakfast, I had Trader Joe Takis. I had some Dolmas. Fuck yeah. You know, um, you know Trader Joe's has like, you know, I feel uh, dolmas. Really? Yeah. They're really good. They kind of go right through you, but they're really <laughs> fucking good. I really like them. I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to have to Should check definitely that try, out. yeah, absolutely. Trader Joe's. Yeah. A and fucking trader. Trader Joe's. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and there's one more thing. Darn, I forgot. I was going to say something. It was funny. God damn it. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll remember it later. Let's listen to some music.
What is going on? Mashlam Chem. We're listening to Patch Punks on Psyched Radio SF. Streaming line from the Tenderloin. Actually, we're going to listen to this little promo first. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. Never mind, the mouse is not working, so no promo <laughs> for us today. No payment. No payment. No payment. Sorry, I can't do it. What were we talking? What did we just listen to? Mondo Gecko. Mondo Gecko. Yeah, Mondo Gecko is a great band that is uh, not existing anymore, mm-hmm. unfortunately. That but, is unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, punk scene uh, veterans, I guess you could say. Right. People that have been uh, going to shows for a long time. Uh, right now, the their vocalist lives here in the States, and their bass player lives in... Uh, in uh, Amsterdam, I think he still lives there. Mm, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, the last time that I talked to him, he started a vegan shawarma stand. That's made out of really? Yeah. And he said, he Oof, was, that sounds good. Yeah. Food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't talk about food, huh? Yeah. It's kind of inevitable, though. If we're going to talk about Israeli punk and stuff, we're talking about Israel. And especially if you're hungry. Yeah. Are you hungry? No, no. Oh, I'm okay. good. Well, that's good. I just don't want to talk about hummus. Yeah, okay. We won't talk about hummus. So the drummer was, you said the drummer of that band was at your wedding, huh? Yeah. Um, so the drummer is an uh, old, uh, uh, old friend of mine, um, one of my uh, dearest and closest friends. He's also in, in a lot of other bands. He's in this band. Uh, he's uh, the vocalist of uh, Kids Insane mm-hmm. and uh, plays drums in Tabarnak and Shesh Shesh and Useless ID. Cool. And yeah, uh, very nice person. A lot of people over there, uh, very nice people. Absolutely. It's nice to have nice people. It's very nice. It's very, actually, very, yeah. very helpful. Super nice. So, you play in a little band called George Costanza. Yeah. And you guys are playing a show tomorrow, right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. That, so, that's exciting. Let's talk a little bit about that because, so. Remember um, the Chinese food restaurant? Yeah. Uh, shows. So that first one, have you been to any of them? I I went outside of one and then I had to leave. That's fair enough. Yeah. So I went. So, um, and it was Ahmed from uh, from Goof that yeah. started doing it. Um, so there's this Chinese restaurant in um, in Chinatown, 62 Jackson, and there's. They've, they've been doing punk shows there. And so tomorrow night's going to be the third night, the last night, because I'm, I'm sure they got really sick of it. Yeah. I, I, understandably. But uh, so the lineup is George Costanza, your band, Witch Melter, uh, MPTIS, Fail Safe, and False Flag. Yeah. So I know, um, so I mean, this is exciting. It's all ages. It's tomorrow at 7, $10 to get in. Uh, it's 62 Jackson Street. And this is gonna be the last one, so I'm yeah. trying to go, uh, just yeah. because you know it's the last one. But that first one was a lot of fun. I think it was a prize privilege that played a bunch of other bands. But yeah, um, have you heard of Witch Melter? I heard them uh, after after uh, the show was booked. Yeah, it's fucking sick. They're pretty cool, huh? Yeah, they're kind of like on uh, metal hardcore side of things. Yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be uh, really intense yeah, in a for good sure. way. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. I'm anticipating. I'm trying to get there early. 
band. We got False Flag, which is like a hardcore punk. Failsafe is kind of more like indie punk. I don't know about MPTIS. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that band. But Witch Melter, yeah, that that's that seems really exciting. Yeah, and if um, if people like want to go to a show tomorrow and they can't make it to Chinatown. I know there's another show, I think a third in Army. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So um that docks the docks throne. Yeah. Um so that's calculated chaos from Texas. Docking the Parasites, Disbelief and uh, Baby Hitler Assassin. Which I heard go they go back in time and they kill baby Hitler. Nice. Which is awesome. That is pretty awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so that's that's at six tomorrow. Third in Army, which is in the Bayview district, um, but yeah, that that one should be really cool. Shout out, Doc, if you're listening. And you're then, listening. Uh, yeah, I really, I hope. This What's is up, being Doc? played at Thrill House right now. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think Doc's been playing at every show. Doc, if you're playing this at Thrill House right now, can you text me and let me know? If not, that's also fine. Hey, if you're at Thrill House right now and you're listening to this. Buy a record. Yeah. Buy some records. Do it. The record you're holding in your hand right now, you want to buy it. And if you, you really... You want to buy it so bad. Yeah. If you really don't want to buy a record, then just put that record back. Yeah. Go outside. Yeah. Go to the store. Yeah. And get Doc a beer. Yeah. That's the least you can do. If you're at the store and you don't want to buy a record or a cassette... At least go get Doc a beer. The very least. Yeah. Or smoke him out. Something. Yeah. Or some cigarettes. Yeah. Doc yeah. likes parliaments. Yes. So get them some parliaments. But let's see. There's more shows happening. So April 20, uh, April 2nd, Lear is playing with Grossero at the Golden Bowl, 412 14, uh, 14th Street in uh, Oakland. Sounds going to be fun. And then there's also the uh, the Batcave. Oh, yeah. That's happening yeah, this yeah. Saturday. Um, with Caja de Ritmos and Demonios with Doc and the Parasites as well. It's happening at the Knockout at 9. Um, and there's also a drag show too. So that one should be pretty cool. So you should go check that out. And then I haven't been able to get tickets for this yet. I've been trying to. But Tsunami's playing a show at the X-Bar um, with Gridiron, Out of Pocket, Big Boy, and Shadow Man um, on May 29th at 7 p.m. So that one's pretty cool too can i plug in another show? yeah of course uh on wednesday march 30th at the golden bowl um my band george Cristanza uh with blythe uh liquor sweats and lipstick uh it's gonna be lipstick's first show um and yeah um it's gonna be crazy um they have people uh, they have um two israelis also playing lipstick and there's members of uh, really crazy bands so it's gonna be a good one too if you're over 21 and you're in oakland on wednesday the 30th if you're not get fucked just kidding i'm still 20 for sure i i, I can't even get to those shows which sucks so you get a fake gotta get a fake id that's how you do it okay let's talk about george Costanza. okay the worst band to come out of san francisco yeah we all hate him uh-huh. we we worst band ever <laughs> Uh, Becker, you play in George Costanza. Yeah. Formerly guitar, now you're doing bass, right? Right. 
Tell us a little bit about the band. So Actually, no, we're going to listen to okay. them first, and then we're going to talk about it. Cool.
You're listening to Psyched Radio SF, Past Punks, with your host, DJ Hamster Crab. We just listened to... Stanza, the most hated band in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco. A bunch of bunch Seinfeld, of Seinfeld posers. posers. Yeah. Yeah. There do you know go. that? <laughs> do you know that game where you start talking and I try to like mimic what you're saying? What you're saying? And, and when I talk, talk like man. this, yes. yeah. And I go on, on my, my computer. computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I start so, to, type to type things, things. and I and put, I on, put some on some music, music. Yeah. and I listen to George Costanza, yeah. the most hated yeah. band in San Francisco. Yeah. Then you play bass in uh, this band, right? A uh, little bit? A little kinda. bit of some chops here yeah. and there? Okay, cool. So what, yeah. what, what's up with this band? Why? What? Tell us. So there's no... Is there any connection between george costanza and seinfeld no no okay cool then what why why george costanza so uh george costanza started as a like a side project that right. was you know we were just messed up and thought of names and at the time there was uh it was like a thing there was like a hardcore band that was called bob Sagath. Mm-hmm. there was a hardcore band that was called uh christina aguilera Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It was kind of like same idea. Right. Yeah. But do nothing you, really related to Seinfeld except for you, the art. Do you like Seinfeld? Yeah. It's pretty funny, huh? Fucking love Seinfeld. Yeah. It's really good to you. I feel a sneeze coming, but I'm not sure if it's Oh, it's coming. Wait, nope. No Look sneeze. at the light. You have to like sta- yeah, stare at like a light bulb or stare at the sun oh. and it'll make you sneeze. I don't think it's really good to stare at the sun though. No. Probably not a good idea. Probably not the best. No. But if you really want to get that sneeze out. Sometimes that sneeze has to get out. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, I mean, top favorite George, uh, Seinfeld episode. Let's go. <sighs> I hate that question. Okay. Then uh, I, I know what I have to say. It's what do you the have summer to say? of George. Summer of George. Yeah. It's going to be the summer of George. It's going to be the of summer George. of George. Yeah. I don't think I've actually watched that episode. You should. You want to summarize yeah. it? Um, <laughs> is that like a... Was that like a pun? Was that a pun? Oh, <laughs> it wasn't, <laughs> but I get it. It should have been. So you guys have two albums up right now, Summer of George and Apocalypse Now. Yeah. I really like I really like both of it. My, I think my favorite George Costanza song is Tennis Court. Probably what? for a lot of people. I mean, we were, we were a talk- lot is uh is being generous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone that li- everybody yeah. all the George all the Costanzas. Yeah. All the uh Costanza punks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis court was a joke. I mean, yeah. What do you mean? It's again, it's the same uh the same uh concept as the name George Cristanzo. Right. We were kind of messed up and mm-hmm. just thought of funny shit that was at least we thought was funny. Right, at the time. Yeah. I mean, Tennis court is pretty funny. I think it has its comical it has some comical value to it, for sure. Yeah. 
Um, we did the video for that. Um, there's least, a video for that? There's a video for it. Yeah. What? No fucking way. It's at the basement Thrill House, too. No way. Okay, wait. We're going to look that up right now. I did not know that. That's really cool. Tennis. Court. What's your favorite song to play in George Costanza? To play in George yeah. Costanza? Um, I mean... Every person who's ever been in a band will tell you, like, oh, the the new shit. Um, the new shit. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah, I like playing some of our new songs that we haven't we haven't recorded yet. Um, from like the first one, I think. I really love playing uh, "Social Disconnect" mm-hmm. and "Depression." Like more like the like the faster. Right. Yeah. What what what's, what's some of the fav- your favorite um, what's some of your sh- favorite shows to play? Um, that we have just to play in general, or just like with with Georgie, just well both both yeah. with Georgie and, and just in general. Um, the last few shows actually have been really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. The one you booked, yeah, the one at awesome. the warehouse, yeah, it was really fun. Um, all those uh, Toxic Beach, uh, Soundwave, uh, before the pandemic. Uh, we played Clarion Alley. That was really fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It was uh, a really fun show. Um, also because we played last, so everyone was really messed up. Right. And so that made it fun for us to play for messed up people. Yeah. Um, I really like playing in Olympia, Washington. It's crazy there. You guys played in Olympia? Yeah. I know that um, there's a really cool hardcore scene out yeah. there. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, well, what are we listening to next on vinyl? Uh, I guess D9. D9, right? Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about this band? It's you know, it's more metal. Um, cool. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. It's more metal. All right, more metal coming up. Yeah, I'm 
מה קורה? אתם מקשיבים לפאצ'ד פאנקס בסייקט רדיו, אנחנו ברודקאסטינג מסן פרנסיסקו, קליפורניה. עכשיו הקשבנו ל-D9. מה, מה אתה יכול להגיד לנו על הלהקה הזאת? D9 was a band. Um, they are no longer a band. Mm, עצוב מאוד. Yeah, כן. Um, one, one of the people who lives in Berlin is all I know. A lot of it is about trying to convince Israelis to move out of there. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, uh... Yeah, what can you, I mean, what, what can you tell us about that? I mean, man, I, I really enjoyed D9. Out of all the bands that we played today, so far, I, I think D9 is definitely the heaviest. Yeah, you know, so... Really... So you'll probably also really like the next band. Klavim. Kluvim. Kluvim. Yeah. Not Kluvim. Kluvim means dogs. Kluvim means cages. Yes. It's different. Yeah. But we're not talking about dogs. We're talking about cages. Yeah. And after that, we're listening to uh, this right here. Ayudunim. Ayudunim. <laughs> We can say that you can't. Yeah. Los Kikes is their name in English. <laughs> that's so funny. I think that's fucking hilarious. But yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about Kluvim? Uh, they're also more like a metal band. Um, younger people than me. Um, mm-hmm. I just, um, I was there on my birthday last year and just happened to catch them at a show. Right. It's fucking sick. That's yeah. A, that's the last time you went to Israel's on your birthday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. last summer. So it's this one. Right on. Well, cool. Um, yeah, we were just talking about how, you know, uh, me, I mean, I, I love punk. I love metal. Uh, I love punk more, but metal metal's something I kind of came up on. You know, my dad would show me a bunch of metal, and I kind of went from there. Um, so for me, like, if somebody asked me if I like punk or metal more, I, I always say, like, hardcore, because it's right in the middle, you know? Um, I like punk shows a lot more than metal shows because of mosh pits and stuff. And metal, people just, you know, headbang and stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, so that's why that one really hit home. And you said you said Paige also kind of was kind of yeah. the same way, right? Paige also grew up li- um, listening to more metal than punk. So hardcore is, yeah, it's it's the best of both worlds. I Absolutely. I personally don't really like metal, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I listen to metal over most things that they play on the radio. Right. Yeah. That's good, um, yeah. And the breakdowns are fun. You yeah, know, throwing your hands around. Kluvim is a good band. Like they're a good metal band. I'm. I just recently, maybe like last week, said that a metal band was good. So my friends are trying to to like peer pressure me into, into listening to metal. metal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, metal metal is important too. It's. I think it's, I think punk is more fun, personally. So I want to ask you something. Oh shit. Um, I just thought about it. You said that your dad showed you a bunch of metal? Yeah. Did he go to, like, metal shows in Israel? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, 
I guess I could ask him that, but I don't, I don't think that he did. But I think you were telling me, or your friend was telling me, that um, there's a really big scene for metal in, like, Modine, right? That's what I heard, yeah, but I, I, I don't know which is kind of Which is kind of funny, because it's like the... Like, so Modine is very, like, suburban kind yeah. of city. So it's interesting to me how there's, like, such a good metal scene out there. I would love to check that out. Because Modine is where most of my family stays right now. I lived there when I was young for like uh, 10 months. Wasn't into it. You lived in Modine? I lived in Modine, yeah. When? What year? 97. Oh, that's so long. I mean, yeah. now now it's like no, super I was developed. Yeah, they're, they're building so much over there. Yeah. It's crazy. All around, like I noticed uh, last time I went, they're just building and building and building. Yeah. And my grandparents got a got an apartment over there recently. So they yeah. can move and move closer to my aunt. Um, I hope that they keep building. Um, there's a lot of people that want to go back. What? Not Israelis, but there's a lot of people that want to go back there. Back where? Back to, you know, where they lived up until 70 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's plenty of more housing there now. Yeah, I'm hoping. Less excuses. Hoping, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping so, too indoctrinate everybody and just everybody can live together and whatnot i wish yeah oh looks like we got guests um but yeah hello how's it going hello but um hi what's up hey what's up dude sorry about my bike
Listening to Past Punks on Psyched Radio with your host DJ Hamster Crab. Thanks everybody that's tuning in. If you've tuned in this long, you're probably my parents. So thanks for listening in. Thanks for uh, listening to my show. Thank you, UV's parents. Woo! So what did we just listen to on the on vinyl there? We listened to Ayudonim, mm-hmm. uh, Los Kikes. Um, they're an uh, old band that is still uh, is still around, um, and uh, some of them are in the band uh, Turbo Torpedo. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, yeah. So they're Ritzinim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, also a uh, uh, punk zine in Hebrew that I got you a copy mm, of it. Yeah. Oh, there. Um, so the dude. From Dang! The I should have brought it. Fuck. 
It's all good. But um, the dude, uh, yeah, from from the Udemy also does that. Cool. So yeah, right cool on. people uh, been around the scene for a long time. We were just talking about Modine a little bit too. Yeah. So my um, my grandparents just moved there actually. What I was saying. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. And um, yeah, up, up next we're gonna listen to a little bit of Takbil. Yeah. So switching it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, From Hebrew to Arabic. Yep. So it's actually like kind of a uh, a certain kind of like Moroccan Arabic. Yeah. That they sing. Did you listen to um? Did you listen to the? Or did you check out the uh, interview that? The lead singer did on uh, on Razor Zine. I no, I didn't. Here, check this out. We I actually have a copy here in the oh, studio. Oh, sick! Yeah, yeah I really saw cool. it at Thrill House on Saturday. What do you know about this band? About the Kabir? Yeah, I know that they sing like you said in uh, Moroccan Arabic. I I saw um, a few months ago a video from their show, uh, which I think was the first one, and uh, it was I want to say after the pandemic. But that's not a good term because we're not done with it. Um, but it was, yeah, when I think when they started, like, uh, opening shit again. And so they did a festival in Europe and they played. And uh, I saw the video. Looked insane. Wish I was there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Yeah. The, the members of that band don't even know what she's saying half the time, actually. It's badass. Awesome. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I hope that's that she's, good. like, cussing them out and they don't know. That'd be funny. It's the so the the title of the album is actually called "Victory Belongs to Those Who Fight for a Right Cause." No. Yeah, that's awesome. I I wish that that was true, but that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I wish so too, but you know. And we're gonna um, as a special thanks to my uh, Ima, which means mom, for listening to the show. We're gonna end the uh, the show with uh, what, what's the name again? Zoragov. Zoragov. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna end the show with Zoragov. So, so tune in. If you know Zoragov, he's like a pop singer, so it's completely not what we play on the show. But I'm just gonna play it just for my mom. Yeah. Cause she listened awesome. all this time. She she put up with this music, so a uh, little, little treat for her at the end there. So we're gonna listen to Tuck Bale right now. <laughs>
What is going on? You're listening to Psyched Radio SF on March. No. What day is it? March 24th, 2022. It is 7.38 p.m. Yeah. We are here in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco, California, listening to, you guessed it, punk music on Patch Punks. Sold for last song we listened to was Mild Mom by Jarada. Charada. Charada. Yeah. Charada. Uh, so Charada in Hebrew, it means uh, anxiety. Oh, okay. And uh, but they do they do it with the J, kind of like uh, you know, like uh, Spanish bands. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, right on. That's cool. That's clever. Yeah. So Becca, I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, what? How did you get into punk? I just um, I was really young. Um, you were young. Yeah, I used to be. Mm-hmm. No, I was I was eleven. When you got into punk? When I got into punk. I got into punk uh, in Israel. Through uh, Rancid, Rancid was my first band, um, still to this day, um, my all-time favorite band, recently learned that they're, they're kind of fucked up as people. Rancid? Yeah. Really? Or at least a couple of them, so that kind of destroyed it for me. Yeah. It's, yeah That's how that, it is with these old punks. So I got into Rancid, and then uh, I couldn't find any Rancid CDs in Israel. My mom had to go on a work trip to Australia, so she bought me a CD. Um, and then that's basically all I listened to was Rancid Life Won't Wait. And then um, the internet, like we got internet, um, and I started uh, downloading uh, from Napster. Right. Um, I was downloading uh, Rancid, and through that, like I found out that about the band No Effects, and then I found out about Punkorama right. compilations and then when I was 13 my parents took me to Amsterdam for my bar mitzvah trip cool I went to Hawaii for my bar mitzvah trip that sounds a lot more fun actually but Amsterdam I, is cool I would I, love to go to Amsterdam as an adult yeah right right right, right, right. <laughs> but there was a like a CD store there and they had all the rancid CDs and they had all the not all the, but they had the, um, I think, Punkorama 4 and Punkorama 5. So I just bought it, and I just, yeah. And then, um, like, maybe a year later, I found out that there's also punk in Israel. So I started going to, like, see Useless ID, and then got into, like, DIY through that. Right. Right on. Changed my life. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So what about Thrill House? When did you move out here to the States? And when did you start being part of uh, Thrill House? So I, the first time I moved to the States was um, with my mom and my brothers. It mm-hmm. was supposed to be for six months. Um, I was 17. Right. Um, 2004. I couldn't do the six months here. So like I went back after like three months. Mm-hmm. And then I finished high school there. Um, came back here for a few months, then went back there for like a year. Mm-hmm. So I was like 19 when I moved here, like completely. When I was, I was like, "Fuck it!" I just, I didn't want to be there anymore. There was yeah. a war going on at the same time. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were getting like uh, rockets um, mm-hmm. sent on us. So I was like, oh. "Were you in Tel Aviv at the time?" I was uh, outside of Tel Aviv mm-hmm. in Rehovot. That's more uh, south or east? Yeah, it's like a little southeast, like uh, 30 minutes. Okay. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I was just like, fuck this. Like, right. It's not fun. Nope. Um, so <laughs> I came back here and I was like, I'm just going to be here for a little while and just see if I want to stay here or if I want to go back. Um, but then I, like a few months later, I started working for the union that I work for right now. Mm-hmm. Now you've and been with them? Yeah. This whole time? Yeah. Um, and then I um, met Paige. And How'd you meet Paige? We met at a party. Cool. And then, um, so you're going to see how old we are. Uh, we met at a party, and then I added her on MySpace. <laughs> no way, yeah. dude. And so That's fucking yeah. crazy. And then, um, I'm too young for MySpace. I know. I, I've never even... Like I don't, even, I've never even seen. I've never even been on the website. It's okay. Like, am I missing out? No. Okay, well that's good. It was like, you know, the social media of the time. Right. For me, it was really helpful because it was uh, started. It was it was big right when I moved to the states. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can talk to my friends. I don't have to get a calling card and. Right. And you moved to San Francisco, right? I moved to Fresno. Oh, okay. And so I lived in Fresno for a few years. And then um, I was able to transfer um, my job. Um, we had, like, a union hall in Fresno, and mm-hmm. there's one in uh, Redwood City. Right. So I was able to transfer to Redwood City. Cool. Then we lived in Alameda for four years. And then um, I got a job uh, working uh, for the union in the city. Mm-hmm. And Paige was working here in the city uh, with dogs, and so we moved from Alameda to here to just cut the commute and all the, like, tolls and yeah. BART and all that no, shit. fuck all that, yeah. yeah. So, but we, I started going to, to Thrill House. Um, it was, like, a few months after we moved here to the Bay. Like, right. Uh, we met Nitin. And uh, he was like, yeah, th- there's a place called Thrill House. We went there. And then we, you know, just hanging out there sometimes. Yeah. And like, in 2017 is when we moved to the city from the East Bay. And we're like, okay, well, we're here now. So yeah. Might as well. Might as well hang out yeah. at Thrill House. It's amazing to volunteer there because you can tell people, oh, I have a volunteer shift, and they think you're doing something really important. Yeah, I'm really like, no, you're just sitting at a cash register for four hours and yeah. playing punk music and being an asshole to customers. Yeah. It's the best volunteer job ever. It's amazing volunteering. It is, just listening to punk and, and, and chain smoke cigarettes outside. It's a great time. Yeah, and, you know, for people that like to smoke weed and, and drink... Yeah, it's a good place for that. It's a, it's a good place for that. And there's La Tenia down the street, too. Ooh, yeah. it's such a good burrito. Uh, I don't know why I'm making myself hungry. You'll be. <laughs> Sorry. My mo- uh, speaking of food, my mom invited you over for schnitzel. So if you oh. ever want to get schnitzel. Schnitzel used to be my favorite food in yeah. the world. There's just one problem with that. Yes. What's the small problem? Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't, you're vegan. Yeah. Well, there's probably vegan schnitzel. There is. Is it good? I don't know if your mom wants to make that. No, probably not. <laughs> okay. Well, but I appreciate the invite, and I will come hang out. Cool. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, my mom makes the best schnitzel in the, all the whole world. She makes gluten-free schnitzel. Wow. Yeah. It's so good. I wish I was home right now and, uh, and eating, eating that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so my sister is just home from college right now. She's visiting. I'm supposed to hang out with her and my, uh, my girlfriend tomorrow, but she's feeling a little sick, so... 
Hopefully that, hopefully she feels good enough to go. But uh, she's lucky because she's eating all kinds of good food. Right? Actually, wait, no, she hasn't eaten in a day and a half. Never mind. But when she feels, <laughs> when she feels because she got sick. But when she feels better, she can eat all the good, all the good foods. Yeah, all the schnitzels. Whenever I go to my parents' house, I just like I clear the 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 refrigerator. I'm like, can I take this? Can I take this? Can I take this? I do the same thing. Shopping, yeah. And every time my parents come visit me too, they bring uh, they bring like boxes of food. Here, take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Get the care package. Absolutely, absolutely. I love when they come visit me. Yeah. So you were talking about dolmas. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. And I just uh, it reminded me that just last night I was looking for something in in my kitchen. Right. And then I saw this huge box of dolmas, like can. Oh my god. That my parents brought one time and i totally forgot about so i was telling Paige, this is for a party this is not like frosty yeah invite me over for that i would love to you're invited i would love to come over and eat some dolmas and yeah. geffen yeah so that'll happen cool and what are we listening to next smaltut oh smaltut kacholavan yeah and what's um, that translator so smaltut is like when you um like when you clean, it's like a rag when you clean something. Right. Kacholavan is uh, blue, blue and white. white. Um, the Israeli flag. Right. That's right. That is the Israeli flag. So it's a blue it's and white effect. rag or a wa- washcloth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the the premise. I don't know if premise is the right word, but thing um, in the band, uh, he says like when I when I walk inside my house, then I wipe my feet on a blue and white rag <laughs> that's awesome yeah cool well let's give it a spin get it because we're spinning uh, final
going on? You're listening to Patch Punks on Psyched Radio. What's up? How's it going? What's up? What's up? How's it going? It's uh, going going. Pre- yeah, pretty sober. That's good. Yeah, we can fix that later. Yeah, um, four more minutes. Four more minutes. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the show with us, Becca. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. I had a lot of fun. Learned a lot of cool music. Sick. I think my favorite was D Nine and uh, uh, the one with the the one that you let me borrow with the red the red cover. Oh, uh, Delia Singh. Delia Singh. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks, Mom, for tuning in. The next couple of songs are for you, because um, we don't usually we don't usually play slow music. Here we usually play punk, but I think my mom would like it. Yeah, this. Thank you, um, Yuvi's mom, and it's for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Becca, you're playing a show tomorrow. Yes. Do you want to? Um, Remind us about it, where, where it's going to be. It's going to be at Hunan Homes, a uh, Chinese restaurant at 622 Jackson, I think. Jackson Street, yeah. Jackson yeah. Street. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Yeah. Make sure to be there, get some food from the restaurant, support the space. So I was going to say, so they'll let us do it again, but they're not going to let us do it again. So No. So bring, so. have fun, bring f- fireworks, fuck the place up. It'll be, the, be last, one. the last time that they're doing shows there. Yeah, which is so sad. But there's other places for shows yeah. now. Like and the, there's like going to the be warehouse. new places, too. Absolutely. Oh, and there's uh, there's going to be a sick show. I guess I'm not going to talk too much about it, but on 420 at the new farm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, I think I, think, yeah, I, think I did actually hear about that. All right, well, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we're listening now to... Zoalgov. Shit. Balo Asi 